0: Merry Christmas! Merry Christmas, Gav. In about nineteen days. Well, it's the Christmas period. You don't have to do it on the day. It's Christmas period. It's, it's the shops start early enough. So why can't we? Because we will not give in to what the shops do. Why not? Um, what have the shops ever done to hurt you this month? <laughs> to hurt me? They gave me. A, they sold me a sixty-four gigabyte pink SD card that doesn't work I think that was more Santa's fault well it's then we'll I'll just declare war in the Christmas season okay and what better way to declare war in the Christmas season than to review Peter Cushing (laughs) Doctor Who movie it sounds good to me Uh, yes Uh, so for this one we're drinking a beer called Sammy Claus yay which will go into a non yes if we're still alive by the end of this podcast, if we're still alive, it is 14% alcohol. Technically, it is less alcohol than gas, but you yeah. So, shall we move Supposed on a giggle? And if you want to classify that as a giggle, I shall not ruin your parade. You don't ruin my parade? You don't believe in I me? I will let you play with the reindeers. So, is this some kind of synopsis then? So, Dalek's Invasion of Earth, the AD. This is a synopsis. A policeman, Tom Campbell, who looks astonishingly like Bernard Cribbins, is hit. Shortly afterwards, a shop explodes. Two men make off with thievery in a getaway car, and Tom finds a police box to call for help. But what's this? It's TARDIS. Note the lack of the... Doctor Who gets his niece, Louise, and granddaughter... Susan to take off. He's that lazy. Once they land, Tom refuses to believe they've travelled anywhere, but when he goes outside, it's a deserted and ruined London that greets him. Or it could be Hull. Susan accidentally dislodges some debris and causes rubble, non-barney, to collapse onto TARDIS trapping it. Doctor Who and Tom go to, the, go to explore and find a dead man wearing a futuristic helmet. A man. Back with Susan and Louise, and they've been abducted by a man called Wilder, who has taken them to, quote-unquote, safety. Safety turns out to be a prisoner in an abandoned tube station with more refugees. Just as Tom and Doctor Who find the women gone, a large flying saucer flies over London. At TARDIS, the men are surrounded by more rubble men and a Dalek emerges from the river after his morning swim. Back at the tube station, one of the refugees... David lets Susan Louise know about the men being captured and imprisoned on the saucer. As the leader of the Filthy Rebels, Dortmund introduces himself They are interrupted by a Dalek over the radio warning of the wrath of the Daleks. Presumably that's the third lost Cushing movie. Dortman also reveals that the Daleks have started mining in Bedford with tungsten carbide drills. Meanwhile, in the saucer, Dr. MacGyver uses a comb to break free from his cell straight into a Dalek patrol. While they are prepared for robotization, the rebels attack the saucer. In the confusion, Tom and Louise end up in the saucer as it flies off. At the underground again, Susan, Dortman and an an injured Weiler meet up. Terrible trio. Oh wait, Dortman's just pointlessly died. The dim-witted duo decide to go to Watford in a van for some reason. Susan leaves a giant note to tell Doctor Who this. He'd have to be a complete imbecile not to notice that. Later, David and Dr Imbecile find no one at the Undergrounds who go to the Dalek Mine. Already at the mine, Louise and Tom escape the saucer and hide in a shed. Dr Who and David find a black marketeer in Bedfordshire who smuggle them into the mine. But first, they must wait in a cave. Dr Who thinks the Daleks are mining the Earth to use it as a giant spaceship, but he's probably been smoking something. When they're smuggled in, they end up in the same shed as Tom and Louise. I'm guessing they're under a shed load of sheds in there. Then the black marketeer betrays them to the Daleks and he's killed by the Daleks. Then a bear shits in the woods. Doctor Who is taken to the Dalek control room where he orders the Robo-Men to attack the Daleks. In the confusion and colour, Tom is able to divert the bomb so that it's impacted on the surface. This results in magnetism that sucks the Daleks into the Earth's core. Magnets, how do they work? At the end, Doctor Who takes Tom back to his own time, but shortly before so he can avert the robbery. You can't change time. Perhaps you can at Christmas. Apparently you can. How did that happen? I don't know. Moving on. So, this is the mm. final of the Peter Cushing movies. Yes, and also the second one. And also the one after the first one. It, it is, yes. Go on, any more? And it is the one before the non-existing third one. A, in an interview in the late 70s, uh, apparently, they were. Peter Cushing said they were originally planned to be darker movies. They just made them black and white. But uh, I mean, darker movies in the sixties. I mean, that would that probably would have been still been what PG. Did they have ratings, about them Yes. <laughs> as long as there are no further follow up questions, yes. There are no further follow up questions. Yes, then. Uh, another thing, Cushing had seen that the Celestial Toymaker. And he and he said that uh, because of that, uh, his doctor might have been able to fit into continuity somehow. I think with mm-hmm. the weirdness of the celestial time maker, mm-hmm. you know, his doctor might have been in in there somehow. So so it, it just some sort of flimsy excuse, uh Celestial Time Maker can do some weird things so my doctor can be real. Yeah. And that's it's as far s- as his explanation went. It's a lot. Hot, a lot like how the Eighth Doctor is one of the Doctors. Mm-hmm. What, why didn't? <laughs> why didn't he just say time travel? My doctor can be real. Why would he <laughs> talk, to why talk to time travel? Why not talk to time travel? Do you talk to time would, travel, or would you talk to? You really talk to Apparently yeah. I talk to you, but I'm increasingly thinking I should talk to Time Travel. Where would you find Time Trouble? <laughs> God knows. I'll look in the yellow pages. I know where you can find Time Travel, but I'm not going to tell her. You know? Yeah. No. Because you talk to it instead of me. <laughs> You're just happy for someone to talk to you. And he was apparently asked to be the doctor after Hartnell left, which will be coming up very shortly for us. So his films got cancelled and he said, can I please be the next doctor? Well, No, he was asked to be the doctor. Oh, well, he was asked. That's what I said. "See." Well, I thought he said he asked. He was apparently asked to be uh-huh. the doctor after Oh. Uh-huh. But he turned it down. Oh, right. Complete opposite to what I said. There. Yes. <laughs> see, what you said, <laughs> turn it around. <laughs> and then that's what it is. You see, what you did there, Gavos. Yeah. You did it wrong. No, I did it right. You did it wrong. No, nah, I was being you. I was doing an impression of you. Oh, you are doing an impression of me. Yeah. Did, did See, you not get my Irish accent, Matt? No. Oh, and the fact that you called, I called you by your name didn't really give it away. No. Because I don't know if you know <laughs> but we have the same name. <laughs> do we? <laughs> yes, apparently we do. I had that's, noticed, and so someone pointed it out. That's going to make things confusing for this podcast, isn't it? <laughs> Well, why start your confusion in this podcast? We should come up with some sort of nickname. Right. What nickname would you like to uh-huh. be called? Irish Gav. You want to be called Irish Gav? Yeah. <laughs> I don't think that could go wrong at all. No, I quite like that. Can I be called Irish Gav as well? I think that would make it easy. Yeah. And then we only have to remember one nickname. Yes. <laughs> I don't like that. So, Irish Gav, do you have anything, else? Do you have anything to add about anything else? Uh the doctor he's no nothing if <laughs> you could <can> move on <laughs> to someone else how about we move on to Ian okay I mean Wilf I mean Wolf. Tom we'll get it right eventually <laughs> he's a cop <laughs> brilliant Sherlock Holmes yes. is <coughs> spinning in his non-existent grave yeah. over your observational skills I just, I, I'm quite good at that mm. Well, I, I do like how he, uh, he takes time travel quite lightly. How oh, so? He, well, he got. Does he, sh- does, he, does he talk to it or, or what? He, he's got his number. The time travel is male as well. But he went into the town. You said he has a homosexual relationship with time travel. <laughs> That's how awesome Tom is. Right. How, how does he take time travel lightly? Is it just a one night stand mm-hmm. for him or, or what? Not the uh, they they arrived in the, they and, uh, uh, in the future. And immediately Tom was, Oh right. that's fine. Pretty much. <laughs> it didn't have a problem with it. it wasn't like Stephen. It didn't not believe it or anything. Or he didn't believe it. Well well um, Yes. Something like that. But then it is it was only eighty minutes long. Mm. Don't try and take things away from Tom. I'm not taking anything away from Tom. You you were trying to make excuses for him right? I wasn't making excuses for Tom. I think Tom immediately got the concept of I was making excuses for everyone else, but I wasn't making excuses for Tom. You appear to have a different definition of excuse than I do. <laughs> Look, Tom went to the future, and he immediately knew what was happening, because he's that awesome. Right on, Tom. Yes. But, but his best bit has to be when he's pretending mm. to be a rumble man. Describe how exactly that went. I, I wouldn't quite call it the best bit. What would you call the best bit even, Possibly the worst bit. <laughs> the worst bit? <laughs> when you pretended to be a Robo Alright, alright, actually, Tom pretending to be a Robo was quite good, but the actual sequence was stupid. You didn't like it? No. Oh, I loved it. They've got ro- Robo. The, like, Daleks are making Robo Men dance for their food they not dancing for they, the food. They were, they were doing a dance routine. They weren't doing a dance routine. They were marching. They weren't marching. It what, was a dance it routine. Was, they were marching. They, it they was were, a march routine. A march routine's fine, yes. That, that's more yeah. accurate. But still, it's, it's like your, dancing, definition your definition of dancing is a bit different from... My definition of, of dancing is moving. <laughs> so they were moving to get food. <laughs> yes. But in an ordered and structured way. In a pre-planned, structured way. So, so marching. Basically, like, yeah. you, stand, you stand do where you that's dancing, apparently. Stand up, 45 degree turn left, march forward two steps, 45 degree turn right, march forward two steps, turn, pick up, turn right. And everybody just went in this sort of How is it set that you can't remember, like, like movies we just watched the other day but you can remember the exact 45 degree angles of a of a quote unquote dance routine you've seen on, on TV. Because of science. <laughs> science makes you remember dance. Apparently. But it's j- just the stupid rigmarole they had to go through just to pick up their. Uh, oh, we're going to say beer, but it's actually dinner. Which is actually. Uh, <laughs> you do get them too confused yes. a lot. <laughs> I do. I often have beer for dinner. <laughs> but yeah, the, it's, what What do they have, licorice or sauce, for it not? No, it was Dolly mixture, weren't it? It had Dolly mixture for dinner. That's what they feed the robot, man, Dolly mixture. You're pleased about that one, aren't you? No. S- yes. Uh, and they left them back just before the robbery as well, at the end. Oh, that was a very nice touch. Yeah. I liked that. Like that. I did actually write down when I was doing notes for the, for the, for the thing, when I first watched it, I thought... I wrote down that uh, they better uh, go back in time at the end to, to foil a robbery. Although I didn't get why he said uh, he, he, he foiled the robbery, he was taking them to jail, and he was daydreaming about becoming uh, chief inspector or whatever it was. What, you foil one robbery and you become chief inspector? Apparently, this was the robbery of the century. That, that, foil one robbery, become chief inspector. That explains so much about our policing system. Mm. A bit of topicality for you there again. <laughs> Satire. Maybe they were stealing the police inspector. Maybe they were stealing the police inspector, who just happened to be one of the things in the menu in the menu <laughs> of the of the rubbish shopping list. <laughs> yes. <that'll> oh <do. laughs> Let's move on as quickly as possible. Susan and Louise. Uh, Louise new one this week. This week, this month, this yes, year yes. This Speaking movie This, this epic movie Yes, Barbara didn't come back So Louise is his niece or something like that uh, ye- Yes uh, And they don't niece. really do much Except make the coffee apparently Did she make the coffee? And yes, he did ask her, uh, Doctor did ask her To make coffee at the beginning of it I didn't even notice she did that much <laughs> <to> <laughs> But to <be> honest. <laughs> from that, the two of them didn't really do much at all Adverts, they had adverts in this Oh uh, yes, uh, no. yeah, <laughs> yes no yes no I mean not during the movie I mean they had like adverts on, on the walls I not remember an advert during the movie they had adverts on the walls and stuff like sugar puffs um, you know 60s sugar puffs adverts but apparently in the year 2150 AD yes and apparently that was because uh, sugar puffs paid some of the budget did they yeah but you think they would come up with I you don't know a better advert <laughs> better <laughs> and <laughs> just Is no, <Sugar laughs> I mean, no one saying why 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 is this Sugar up been up for 90 years the Daleks only invaded last week do we know how long the Daleks has invaded uh, 8 years 8 years interesting so you believe anything I say <laughs> <laughs> I'm not sure it was a few years it, it, it isn't like it's not more it's not more than 10 years it's not more than 10 years. not more than 10 years is is this a definitive ruling? It is a definitive ruling, I have decided. They okay. did it say it said, it said something about meteorites and... Well, have you ever had sugar puffs, Gav? I have. They will last ten years. That's true. And they uh, make your, your, your wee smell of uh, asparagus. Apparently. So <laughs> I have heard people say, I have never tested this. <laughs> I am no longer six, so I don't eat sugar puffs anymore. And so, so it was ten years ago then. Uh, not mm. not not ten years ago, but oh, no more than ten years ago. In the future, ten years ago, yes. Yes. In the year twenty one forty, shall we say? All right. Yes. And the, the you look at the whole place; it's an absolute mess. Everything's been destroyed, apart from in the background. there's the BT Tower still standing? Or the this Tower as it was known back then? Yes. But this is twenty one fifty. It is now the BT Tower. Is it? Then? Yes. Might I change it back again. I think it's now the Dalek Tower, and they use it, it. They use it mm-hmm. to run all their communications. That is a plausible explanation. That's what I thought of. Because they would need somewhere to communicate across the planet. The BT Tower might be a good uh, place to do it. I think actually it's a recreational place for the Daleks because they have hollowed out the the whole of the middle of the tower they put uh, trampolines at the bottom and it's just where the Daleks go to unwind. So they jump onto the trampolines and go up and down the tower. I think they've retrofitted it and it's the directional control for when they uh, turn the planet into a uh, spaceship. So it's a giant joystick. Mm. How the fuck are they going to move that? Uh, They've got a giant Dalek. (laughs) (laughs) This isn't a Russell T. Davis script. (laughs) Why not? It could be. <laughs> so many reasons. Uh one thing that uh Just one thing? Yes. Okay. Oh, Alright, one of the many things <laughs> that I have noticed during this watching of the Epic film. <laughs> the Epic film, <laughs> yes. <laughs> the funky jazz music during the action scenes. It's how, quite amusing. How does it go? It it goes thus. Okay. Diddle did I dunno. Was it? <laughs> <laughs> it was just it it was just the music I found really weird. You found the music weird. Yeah, it just went all over the place. During the action scenes they had like moments of funky jazz music and then it went into some sort of like energetic music for a bit. And then it calmed down and then we have a bit more funky jazz music. And it it just it was just all over the place. Uh, And and the funky jazz music just seems so out of place for an action scene. I like the the music at the beginning that was the uh, classical music done by that guy. (laughs) During the uh, James Bond open sequence. Yes. Uh, Yeah, the the Bach's Toccata and Fugue in D minor, as, as you know as well. Yes. I literally just saw it on the Google search. Yes. Google, don't we love it? Uh but yes, I uh yeah, I like that bit at the beginning, as you said. The uh do 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 that's how on do it. Okay. I am not a slave to music. You're <laughs> just slave to the rhythm. So shall we uh have about another uh, fifty rels before I move on to the beer? Yes, I believe so. Which gives us enough time to talk about rails. <laughs> yes. How marvelous that is. Rails, of course, is the the Dalek unit of time. It is, uh, and this and this is its first appearance. Is it? Yes, yes. I think it did. Yes, actually. It first appeared in this movie, and then comics, and then it first appeared on the TV show with with somebody in the new series with Doomsday. Doomsday was it? Mm. Mm. with the uh, uh, ninth doctor oh, wow. and according to this uh, this epi movie yes, uh, 50 rails is equal to a minute so the Alex have gone mm. metric yes they? they went metric I like that so 100 rails so 10 rails 5 minutes <laughs> <laughs> what? No, 10 miles. See, is... I've divided and you've multiplied. <laughs> <laughs> yes. I went the wrong way. My science failed 10 miles is what? 12 minutes? 12, 12 seconds? <laughs> <laughs> so the beer then. Uh, yes. Since it's Christmas, we're drinking Sammy Claus, which yes, sounds right. a bit like Santa Claus. Oh, is that why <laughs> we did it? Ah. But the best thing about it is. That is a tedious link. No, it's not. It's brewed once a year on December the 6th. And December the 6th is the date that this is coming out. Is it? Yes. Excellent. <laughs> it's aged for 10 months before bottling. That's all I'm going to tell you. And it's strong as fuck. It is strong, as indeed, kind says, as fuck. And according to the in, in, in Quebec, you can get 10 cents refund from the bottle. Mm-hmm. And apparently according to it, it's so the world's most extraordinary beverage. Not just best, the most extraordinary beer, it's the most extraordinary beverage. Can they uh, Can they make that? So you see, you see that all the time, probably the world's best beer, the world's most extraordinary mm-hmm. beverage. But would that hold up in a court of law? Possibly. It says it right on the label? I've never seen the world's best beverage before. And you still have it. Well, the world's most extraordinary. Yes, it's different. It might be shit, but it's still extraordinary. <laughs> that is correct. But I have I have don't think I can recall ever seeing a claim about a beverage before. A style of a beverage, yes. But not of all beverages. I'm liking it. Yes, I do like it, it's very tasty. It's fruity. And it does taste strong as well, but It does. I feel like my mouth could go on fire at any moment. But it doesn't taste so like super strong. I mean you can drink something like eight, nine percent and they get get a really foamy head and they taste really strong. But this doesn't taste quite as harsh as some of them. What like? I know so, something like the Chimays. I don't know, something like one of the Chimays or some of the Trappistales. Or uh Duval. Oh, yeah, Ardevale. Yeah,
1: but yeah. oh, no, and exactly. one. that one—that yeah.
0: one tastes really strong, isn't it? But this is like nearly, in some cases, twice as strong as them, and it doesn't taste twice as strong. If you get me. Plus, it has a picture of an old man on the cover. Uh, I think you'll find that is Santa Claus. Is that meant to be Santa Claus? Uh, possibly, I don't know. So you said it I- is. I believe. Questioning. I believe you. You, you retracted is, from that. I believe that is Santa Claus, and he has some mistletoe in his hat. The dirty little pervert. It's. It you know, Gav, mistletoe can be yeah. deadly if you eat it. It's good job I don't eat it, isn't it? Mm. So back to the epic movie, Daleks. Daleks everywhere. Yes, we like Daleks, even in circular submarine things in the sky. Mm. Yes, my favourite Dalek is the uh, Olympic swimmer Dalek. They are good swimmers. Because fuck could he move through that water? Better than the original series Daleks. It, he's, uh, yeah, he's been fitted so he can do that. Just yeah. like the Lotus in uh, The Spy Love Me. I can't remember that. Or the car in The Spy Love Loved Me. Yes. I mean the flower. I got the reference eventually. Well okay. done. Uh, it's, it's an improvement. you got to give me credit there. They had their steam guns again, which are are good for uh, cooking lobster, I suppose. Not much good for cooking people, apparently, because they always miss. (laughs) But they can hit lobsters. (laughs) Yeah. Lobsters don't expect it. (laughs) They're too trusting lobsters, you see, aren't they? It's, it's because they're red and this big red thing approaches them what, oh, lobsters expect, don't friend. expect things because they're red now they see a big red thing coming in and they say oh friend this is why you don't see lobsters and, and bulls in the same area much because the bulls see them <coughs> and get angry obviously because mm. there's a lobster there see so a little known fact yeah, lobsters used to be, be on land but because of the bulls, they retreated to the sea. That's where we're going to retreat eventually. The bulls will own everything, including the china shops. They're not going to have good business. It depends if you're uh, going to, I don't know, people might buy broken china. People apparently buy broken biscuits. Yes, they do, Gav, don't they? I per- they're perfectly edible. <laughs> Are you sure you didn't just buy a box of biscuits and shove them up? <laughs> <laughs> well, the comb intelligence test that they had—that uh, was an actual puzzle before, but now, if they could, if they had a comb and could get out, then that was their intelligence. Maybe they want people who are who are hygienic. I don't know. I'd, I basically, I think basically, that basically anybody. <laughs> it, 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 they imprison people, a few people in each cell. Mm. Uh, in the, in the in the TV series there was like a puzzle thing where they had to use magnets to get out and uh, they had in this one the doctor used a comb to break the magnet of the door to get out so mm-hmm. basically as long as you had a comb you could get out mm-hmm. so i think right from the off it wasn't a very scientific experiment because the Daleks were were not favoring bold people I- well, it doesn't have to be a comb, it could be a pen or anything that you can just stick in between the two magnets. Well, would a pen work? Would a, I think a pen would be too thick. Not if you stick it in the pointy end. <laughs> if you try and jab it in at the, uh, the bone end, yes. But doesn't he have to fit it underneath the door or something? Yes, which you could do with a pointy bit. Well, you can stick a pen underneath the door. Of course you could. Depends on how thick the pen is. It's about as thick as the <laughs> comb. And why would they even make the test anyway? Why? Because they just got made into robot man, anyone anyway, like everybody else. Well, this is true. We want to see. it. They want to get rid of all the intelligent people. Yeah, and and they want to get rid of all the intelligent people. You see, they don't like intelligence. Possible. This is what. This is the same thing that's happening with Mensa. It's a conspiracy to get rid of all the intelligent people. That's some far-reaching conspiracy. Yep. They're also the people that fake the moon landing, you know. There is no faking of the moon landing if you're listening to this and you think that, just piss off. Yes, the difference between faking the moon landing and actually going to the moon landing is catering. I'll so say Mitchell and Webb. Because... (laughs) (laughs) Let's assume that people don't know what you're talking about. (laughs) What do you mean, who's so say Mitchell and Webb? They did a sketch on it on their show. Did they? Yeah. Are you uh, sure it uh, was Mission and Web? It was. And uh, you also listed because... Uh, but essentially what they said was uh, they, the difference between faking the moon landing and doing the moon landing because we all know they sent the shuttle up. We all saw the, sh- the uh, shuttle going up and everything. So they cost the Rocket. Rocket then. Shuttle, rocket, who cares? But they, they sent one up there and we all saw it. So the only difference between... Faking it and doing it is the catering, is what the sketch boiled down to. And remember, listeners, if the only thing you remember about this entire podcast, I want you to remember the Gav saying, the only difference between faking it and doing it is the catering. Yes. And I don't care what you think he's talking about. So the Daleks, then? Yeah, what about them? How the hell did they become? How the hell do they work? Yes. How, how the hell do the Daleks work? Magnets, I believe. The no, I, I, I think they're allergic to mag- magnets. According to this, no, they are. They don't like them. Mm-hmm. They don't like them up. No, mm-hmm. all around them. Well, yeah, they're, they're just, they just—they just seem to be very easily manhandled by everybody. I mean, you can just like throw rugs at them and trip them up and everything right very easily. How did they become supreme rulers of anything? Per- perseverance. Dedication. dedication is what you need <laughs> I like how we both thought of it at the same time it's, if you want to be a record player. if you want to be a supreme overlord yes that's what you need That's what the Daleks saw and they thought right we need dedication mm. we need dedication don't. and a saxophone don't you think anyone would have thought they need berakes berakes berakes, berakes. <laughs> are they like berries? no they're not like berries. they do have breaks, you see but they don't really work because the the mutant t- mutated part of them is up in the top part, and yeah. and the pedals are right at the bottom, <laughs> so they can't really reach them. So it's a design fault. Well, yeah, but they were hoping they'd evolve feet in time if they ever needed bricks. There's a, there's a lot of hoping. there The, the Daleks are very religious. Mm-hmm. So whenever they, uh, whenever the Daleks, uh, uh, t- t- um, you know, before they took over the planet, they mm. bombarded it with meteors, apparently. Yeah. Subjected to cosmic rays, smashed cities, uh, destroyed whole continents. Yes. I don't know if that's Antarctica or what. Uh, you know, through what through kitchen sinks, I think you mentioned. I think they must have as well. Yeah. yeah. But they so did everything what, else. What I want to know is why the people on the planet didn't turn into the Fantastic Four. You know, after being subjected to the cosmic rays. Uh, because there is already the Fantastic Four and the Cosmic rays. I'd already used up all their power-giving powers. Power-giving powers? Yes. I would have liked to see, I would like to see the Fantastic Four versus the Daleks. Who wouldn't like to see Herbie versus the Daleks? I'd like to see Herbie versus the Daleks. <laughs> what, are you talking about the Volkswagen Beetle? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> Not the Fantastic Four, but no, that's boring. How about Herbie driving Herbie versus the Daleks? That'd be okay. Yeah. Herbie, Herbie, and Herbie versus the Daleks. Now we've got a sequel. Can <laughs> we think of any more Herbies? No. Herbie with herpes and Herbie versus the Daleks. No, that's stupid. Right, we'll do that for the third one then. Yes, we'll we'll imagine watching that, and that'll be next Christmas special <laughs> edition. <laughs> Well, I didn't like Herbie versus the Daleks. But I really liked Herbie and Herbie versus the Daleks. And uh, on the Daleks power console. What about? They had a, a button that said total power on. I'm wondering why, why don't they use that often enough? They do. I don't think they used it during this, did they? Well, total power on, they already had all the power on. Uh, it, it's, all, it's constantly on active. Yeah. Well, they turned it on before the movie. <laughs> See when the movie started, that was the Dalek starting on total power on. But I like how they've got a button also, for it. Well, they're, they're worried about their carbon footprint, or they're, uh, they're obviously not, or uh, carbon Wheelprint. wheel <laughs> print, <laughs> carbon wheel track. As they're quite obviously not if they've got a total power button at, as opposed to a power saving button, like we have at work like what we have at work yes we have a button to press that saves power is it the off button well (laughs) besides that we have two buttons that saves power the off button and the power save button. it's called an eco button and what does the eco button do it saves power it turns it off (laughs) it turns everything off it it turns the pc into a low power state so does the off button (laughs) It, like, puts it into hibernation mode, but not quite hibernation mode. So you can quickly launch it. So it's like, if you go you, for your dinner but. you break, ever use the eco button? No, because it's fucking rubbish. So, so it doesn't work, then? It works on some PCs, apparently. But it doesn't on mine. <laughs> because what it does, it, it cancels all your connections, all your data connections... And then when you turn it back on, you have to close all your programs and you have to launch it back up again and it makes it a waste of time. But on other programs, it doesn't cancel the data connection. So you can launch it back up and you can carry straight on. It depends on how your PC is set up. Did you send yourself an email? Future guy will be pissed off. But you know, fuck them. <laughs> it's not me right now. <laughs> Uh, there wasn't a bit fuck that guy there was a bit (laughs) there was a bit that was the same as the uh, original TV series where uh, two women took in Susan and uh, some other guy yeah and (laughs) said they'd look after them and then they they went they snuck off and told the Daleks that they were there and the Daleks took them prisoner or whatever and gave them some vegetables and food which is all very well is it all very well, But where do the Daleks get vegetables from? My thought... Do you have Gail. a thought? Uh, yes. What is your thought? Uh, you was always going ahead with your thought, things. Okay, my thought is uh, from their allotment. Where the Daleks grow all their food. <laughs> I imagine them, you know, on their allotment. You know, because, you know, being a supreme overlord is, uh, mm. is hard work. You're, you're going to want an off day. So they go to their allotment... You know, with their greenhouse, mm-hmm. and, they're, and, they're, and they're tilling the, the fields, the little field with their fruit and stuff. Are these green Daleks, the Daleks? These are eco-Daleks. They've had the button on them pressed. <laughs> <laughs> and is this why we don't see green Daleks? Because they're busy out in the farming fields, and they've got like a hoe attachment. So they're pimp Daleks, is what you're saying? <laughs> no, not a kind of hoe. Oh. I would love to see a pimp Dalek <laughs> Maybe that could be Dalek I don't think we saw Dalek Steve this one No Or movie Dalek Steve certainly didn't uh, He's He's but got too big for the all this He's too big for the movies now <laughs> Yeah Maybe he was, uh, he was uh, in charge of everything in the uh, BT Tower yeah, Possible. Maybe he was the only one in there bouncing up and down on the, uh, the trampoline. <laughs> Can Anyone? Who's that on the trampoline? That's Dalek Steve again. Who Dalek Movie Steve again? But yeah, wouldn't they just get uh, Robo Men to do all the farming for them? You would think so, but you know, maybe the uh, shiny black PVC suits doesn't work out well with the uh, you know eco concerns. And they had whips as well, didn't they? Were they laser whips? I, I don't think they were laser whips because no. they're conservative. No, I'm not, I'm pollen, not interested. Anyway. I only like laser whips. The only thing I can possibly possibly add to Roo Men then mm-hmm. is uh, robotizing Looks like uh, whenever they're going to robotizing <laughs> it looks like you're going to the hairdresser's, putting your hair in the uh, you know that giant thing to have yeah. hair permed or whatever. That's what it looked like. It, it does, yes. <laughs> Maybe they do that to people. And they go insane by the way their hair looks And become Dalek slaves It's an interesting theory I have many interesting theories Give me this. another one. Okay, my theory <coughs> My theory My theory is that the Brontosaurus Is not a real dinosaur I've seen one Where did you see one? Uh, on TV What, on like X Factor or something like that? Oh, uh, I don't know, it was on like some film Die Hard? Yeah, I think it was a guy. I had. Yeah. He he ate Bruce Willis. He hates Bruce Willis. Yeah, he hates Bruce Willis. <laughs> He's always taking his screen time. <clears throat> well, we can't have a Brontosaurus as a companion. No. So who do we pick for this episode in three, two, one, Tom? Tom. Right, moving on. <laughs> that was a hard one. Well watch your <laughs> podcast. Do you want to explain this one? Yes, mine's a very quick quote. Quick quote? Quick quote! Just just like quick quick from uh, Action Force. Mm. Or G.I. Joe to you, Mm. weird people. And (laughs) it's basically just after the Doctor has escaped from the cell. He runs into uh, a Dalek guard and says, Back in the cell. And that was thusly the quote. That is an amusing quote. But I like uh, this is this is uh, this is Tom. Obviously, when he's still figuring out time travel, in the seconds that he's figuring out mm-hmm. time travel, and uh, it goes a little something like thusly. Well, what's happened to London then? Maybe it's Sunday. Of course, it's not Sunday. I'm playing football, Sunday. And then it went. Final thoughts? It was all right, wasn't it? Yes, I. I I enjoyed it, I guess. I think I enjoyed the original more. Yes, I would agree with you. It was alright, but I just like their use of a cave. Yes, they, they they did manage to fit a cave in. Yes. Do you have any more than less than? Uh, I c- it could have done with more uh, of the doctor being doctor. Yes, and and more of his moustache. Mm. Uh, I think it what do, you, what do you think it, it should have been growing throughout each scene? So he's got yes, a massive moustache. I think he right well, like, should have had a well, should have had a massive, you know, one of those seventies porn moustaches that, that uh, go down, that mm-hmm. don't down. You know, just to point me showing you because <laughs> it's yeah. not going to make any difference. See, I, I think he should have grown his moustache that long that it rivalled the fourth doctor's scarf. I saw a, saw a yeah. cartoon the other day where someone like a comic strip thing, where it showed the third Doctor, and every time the, the Brigadier annoyed him, he knitted a bit of his scarf. And then the next panel you saw the fourth Doctor with his massive scarf. I like the massive scarf. Well, that, that's us then for, for, for this Christmas special one. Uh, we're back next week, I believe you're doing uh, science. Yes. So... You can always see us at drunkentimetravel.blogspot.com, or and um, you can get our email address and Twitter page from there. And we're on iTunes. It's Christmas, so please rate or comment. Please. Be is it's been nice Christmas present. There just, be... just one comment. <laughs> yes, just one. Anyone. It'll he, help us. Even you. Yes, you. You can hear us anyway. He can't. His deaf, is listening to it on bail. <laughs> so, as we manage to survive the semi-claus, we say super twist. super twist.